and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Do you feel like you've not been able to make headway in achieving your goals? Or did you start the year pumped, ready to move forward on making things happen and simply lost your way? Things don't need to just get better. They actually can be better. In Design Your Dream Life, I'll show you a proven pathway to take you from where you are now to a life filled with joy, wholeness, success, and fulfillment. I'll give you the keys to not just developing a plan, but taking massive empowered action to make your dreams a reality. Turn roadblocks into stepping stones and leverage the power of gratitude and forgiveness. Let's face it, taking massive empowered action and making your dreams a reality isn't always easy. So I'll be there with you every step of the way. Visit dreamlifetoolkit.com to purchase your copy of Design Your Dream Life, obtain resources and join our free community. Again, that's dreamlifetoolkit.com. Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. Okay, so I actually met our next guest from afar at the Kelly Clarkston concert. Yes, you're right. In fact, our next guest was asked to come up on stage and sing with Kelly Clarkston on stage. And honestly, when you first hear, oh, you know, I want to sing with you or sing with my daughter, you know, people in the audience. I'm sure Kelly's like, um, hmm, okay, we'll see how this goes. And the audience was kind of the same, like, all right, we'll see how this goes. But when our next guest was actually on stage with Kelly, she blew it out of the water. <laughs> the whole entire stadium just erupted because she was so good. And then she goes on to tell Kelly that she's auditioned for The Voice several times and she's made it her goal. Like she's really wanted to sing with Kelly and to be connected with Kelly somehow. And I thought, oh my gosh, here's a girl who has a dream, who went after it. And the how showed up for her maybe a bit differently than she first expected. So I wanted to hear her story. And lo and behold, we're both walking out of the concert. We run into each other and um, we chit chat just a little bit. And then I lovingly stalk her on Facebook. And here we go. So, I'm so excited to dive into her story. So big Dreamcast, welcome to Megan Drizm. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice meeting you after the show. You were awesome. It was so fun. It was really one of those divine appointments, I believe. So before we jump into the concert itself, because that was a really cool thing to watch, and I'm sure it was even cooler to experience, you have always been a singer. So tell us a bit about your, like, when did you first love singing and a bit about your singing career? I mean, I feel like as many kids my age, like I grew up just carrying around those little like tape recorders, right? Like age of two, like here I am with my little thing annoying my mom. But then it was like Spice Girls, like any in sync, anything that I could get my hands on, I was always singing it. I always was involved in dance too. So anything like show related, I was doing. But yeah, I started choir at a really young age and did that all the way through. And it transitioned into an acapella group in college, but I have been singing to some degree forever. And now it's more like, oh, for friends' weddings or for events. I have been working with uh, one of my friends who has a band. We're trying to get that going in the right direction. So 
to some degree always singing. It's definitely one of those things where it's like a feel good and it's it's fun. And other people like to to do it with me, so that makes it even more fun. Yeah, it's one of those things that when you have this love, it's like always there, right? Whether yeah. it's whether you're two or ten or in college, singing has always been a part of your life. Mm-hmm. When did you decide to go try out for the voice? I think it's like one of those things where, I mean, I watched Kelly Clarkson, you know, from the moment she auditioned all the way through and immediately connected with her, just her like journey and experience. And so I think even as a kid, it was like, oh, American Idol is so cool. Like what an awesome thing and opportunity. And then when American Idol went away and the voice kind of came around, I really loved that it was about your voice, right? Like they're not really because they're blind auditions, like the judges are not necessarily looking at you. They're hearing you and hearing what you have to offer and really just rating that. And so just with all... I have a really supportive, awesome family and friend group. So they've always been like, you you should do this. Like, why not? What do you have to lose? So I think the first time I auditioned, I was in college and... It was like through my acapella group, you're like, all right, let's all just try something. Like, let's step out of our comfort zones. And so I did and kind of all went from there. So how does the process work? You just, you know, show up? Tell me about... (laughs) Yeah. So for The Voice, you... Well, and American Idol, you sign up online for one of the locations, right? You fill out all this paperwork, you kind of tell them your story. You can link like different clips to YouTube videos or your website or social media. And then you go to the open casting audition. At least this is like one of the ways you can do it. And so you show up and you kind of make sure you're dressed in something you'd perform in and so that they can see your vibe and and what you're like. You have to have a few songs prepared. But basically, for The Voice especially, you walk in and there's a few uh, producers, one to two producers, and you get to sing probably about 30 seconds of your song. So song selection is really important, making sure you're showing off not only like who you are, right? Like the type of music you like to sing, but that range has to be in there in that little clip. In that 30 seconds, holy cow. Yeah, it's fast. So you you walk in and you kind of give it all you've got. And then at the end of it, they're like, okay, we want to keep you and you and you and then the rest can go. And that's about it. The second time that I auditioned, I end up getting asked to go all the way through. There's different rounds, right? It's not just like, oh, once the producer picks you, then it's like you're on the show. Um, I think that there's six rounds total. I'm almost sure. I might be wrong. But regardless. So the final round before you are put on the show, they're like, okay, you are going to have two songs that you get to sing, the full songs. Come in like your show attire and you will be performing in front of the producers and the full cameras because they do the camera testing too. And I just was not mentally prepared for what I was walking into. I'm thinking like, oh, there'll be one camera. But this one was in a recording studio in Ohio. And it was actually really cool because it was like in a basement. Like you never know there was a studio there. And Beyonce had just recorded there. Like it was really cool. But so you... You walk down and I think they're like, all right, you're up. I go in this room and there's just full lights, big rotating camera and two people that I couldn't even see because the lights were so bright. So you could definitely hear the nerves in my voice. That was for sure. But yeah. And so the next step would have been to to go to the blinds. But Ooh. 
Wow. So, I mean, it's not just a one-stop shop. They are looking at everything. They're looking at your voice. They're looking at stage presence. They're looking at attire and, you know, how you perform and all that kind of stuff. What would you say is your favorite part of the audition process so far? So I think just being able to hear everyone else's talent, right? Like, it's amazing, how much talent is out there in the world and from people that you may not expect it from, right? Like, I think that's the coolest thing. You could, you're just in this room with tens of thousands of people waiting to pursue their dream in the same way that you are for different reasons, right? Everyone's experience is different, but getting to talk to them and hear them sing and like harmony, harmonizing with them and all of that has been so amazing. First or second time I auditioned, I met two of my very best friends. Uh, we met in Chicago six years ago. And it was just because we were all auditioning and we were like chatting it up at the hotel afterwards. And they have become two of my best friends. I sang at their wedding for their first dance and Laura Lee sang uh, before my wedding ceremony. And yeah, they're just two amazing human beings. So that is definitely the coolest part. Just getting to know people that you may never have known existed. Yeah, and you've got similar dreams and similar skill sets and similar passions uh, where you really can support and encourage each other. Absolutely. Cool. So did you ever make it to the blind auditions? I have not, no. Okay, so tell me a bit about the day you went to the Kelly Clarkston concert. Did you have any idea that that was going to happen? Gosh, no. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like... Just messing with my mom. I mean, my mom and I, like the two big concerts that we always go to are Kelly Clarkson and John Mayer. Like those are our people. Like we love their music. Their shows are always incredible. And so like they're coming to town, we're going. Like no questions asked. Doesn't matter what day it is. We'll like make sure we get great tickets. So when we saw that she was coming and I saw that it was Valentine's Day, I pretty much called my husband and I was like, hey, like, sorry, I know it's Valentine's Day, but... Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Um, So my mom and I had purchased tickets like the day they came out. um, And we were joking. I was like, oh, we should make signs. Like, we'll be right there. We might as well. Because you did. You guys were... She actually had a bar surrounding the whole stage. And you could buy tickets to sit at this bar and like be right up close to the stage. And that's exactly what you guys did. Yeah, we were like... 10 feet from them, not even. It was so amazing. But so we were joking like, oh, what would the signs say? And I'm like, I don't know. My mom and I's song has always been My Girl by The Temptations. Um, it's just the two of us. So it's we've been like the, the two amigos, not the three amigos. But yeah, it's the song that we danced to at my wedding. And it just has a special place in, in our hearts. And so we were like, okay, we should think of you know, some cheeky signs that, you know, might make her make her laugh and, and get her attention. So the one said, because of you, I ditched my husband on Valentine's Day uh, to go on a date with my mom because of you being one of her song titles. And then the other one, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like, uh, this day could only get better if you sang my girl with my my little girl. And that was the one my mom was holding. And so... It was interesting because beforehand with the tickets that we purchased, they had like this little cocktail hour and they were doing like karaoke. So people were singing karaoke in this room with food and and other things going on. It was really cute. And so I had sang in there for my mom's request. (laughs) She's always like, go sing, go sing. And so I did. 
And then that was fun and not expecting anything from that. But I had noticed and started talking to one of the security guards and tour managers there, uh, like right after I did the, the Kellyoke. And then when Kelly started talking to us about our signs, like while she was on stage, I noticed the same guy came up and he was like standing right behind us. And so then I started talking to him and then she was like, Oh, we'll have her come up during, you know, minute. And kind of the rest was history. And, I, and even then I didn't, I was in shock. I was like, she's not going to actually have me come up there. There's no way. And so I was very calm. Like, Mind you, I've sang my whole life, but I've always had stage fright. Like I always get nervous. And I was just so eerily calm because I was like, mm, there's no possible way that Kelly Clarkson is going to bring me up on her like minute and yeah. on Facebook Live and at her show. Like, there's just no way. For those that don't know, what's so cool is that every show that Kelly does, she has what is it? Minute and a glass of wine is what the segment is called. And they actually go live on her Facebook page. So Kelly saw the signs at the beginning of the concert, but was like, Hey, come back up during this like live segment where we go live and broadcast to the world. And you know, we'll see if you're any good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so the tour manager, he, he, he wasn't the manager. He was just one of the tour guys. He's awesome. He was like, Oh, are you a professional singer? And I said, no, but I've sang my whole life. And, and he was like, do you have experience with the in-ears, which is like the sound feedback system? And I said, yes. So then he's like, all right, we'll bring you back. So they brought me back. They got me fitted for in-ears, got me all hooked up. And then I just stood there and I'm like staring at her from behind the stage. And I'm like, there is just no way. And so some of her team came over to me and they were like, are you okay? Like, are you going to freak out? And I was like, no. And they were like, are you nervous? And I was like, no. And it was just so strange to me because I usually do get very nervous. Um, but I think I was just in such disbelief. And then she started talking to me and kind of just went up and had a conversation, which turned into us singing together, which was just amazing. Yeah. So you're on stage. You guys are singing My Girl. You're harmonizing together with your mentor from afar. Right. And then you told her, dude, I, I tried out for The Voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which like in retrospect, I was like, oh, like that could have been perceived in a different way. <laughs> but I, you know, I was, it was all in good humor and just kind of saying, you know, I wanted everyone to know, like, no matter what, right? Like you can try and things may not work out in the way that you were hoping, but you can try other things and, and then random things may happen like me getting pulled on stage. And I mean, that moment was more epic than any experience I think I could have had on The Voice, right? Because it was like with my mom, it was really special and unexpected, which made it really incredible. And yeah, it's something I'll never forget. Skip the blind auditions. Just go straight to the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that is honestly what I, when you said that, we were all like, oh, this is not just a random event. This is not just like, oh, come see if my daughter can sing. This is somebody who has a passion and has decided and has intentionally put, you know, not just 
acapella groups and bands and like in your calendar, but you, you went for it. You auditioned, you said, yes, you took a step out. You're vulnerable. You had the courage to do so. And what I love about that is that you're right. The how, like I always say, know what you want and the how will show up. You are Mm -hmm. taking steps towards the, your direction and and the how came out of the blue. So tell me what's happened since that day. Pretty quickly after that, someone from her team reached out and there's like, you know, paperwork that needed to be filled out to make sure that they could use the footage and all of that good stuff. I sent over like some links, right? Like if I'm talking to her managers and her team, I'm going to make sure they know who I am. (laughs) So, you know, I just sent a note expressing my gratitude for the opportunity and then also saying like here's some other things if you ever have more questions i'm happy to to address them they did have me fill out you know this full packet but they basically were like you know she could use the footage on her upcoming show so it's kind of like a hurry up and wait type thing uh, that starts in the fall so i will be interested to see if anything spins out of that and then they will be sending me like the official photos from that uh, because at the end of it, we took a picture together, like with the crowd behind us. And so I will be getting those like, probably pretty soon. They said it would be after her tour because she goes through and like handpicks them. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me how it was to be on that stage and meet her. I mean, did anything shift inside of you during that time? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, and I would say probably for a lot of people, when you think of celebrities, you think of these like epic people that almost don't feel real, right? Like I think of like Cher or Madonna, like you idolize them as these celebrities and and not necessarily as human beings um, that, you know, have personalities and lives and, you know, their own experiences and fears um, and journeys, right? And so I think in that moment, just having a conversation that flowed so easily and being like, you are awesome. Like you're just a cool person. Like it made me just appreciate her even more and just be like, okay, like this is a person who worked her butt off to get where she is today. And she is so amazing in that she took a chance on me to bring me up and say like, let's do this and and to make my experience just epic. And so for me, it's like, okay, these people are those that have really like put their head down and really like hit the grind to get where they're going. They've made decisions throughout their life to pursue their dreams. And I'm sure that they've been through things that we don't know about, right? Like just being able to have that convert, like that one-on-one conversation that was so genuine and so um, real in front of 10,000 plus people, like 10,000 people were in the stadium plus whoever was on live. Uh, my mom loves to look at who, how many views that video has, and there's like over 300,000. So she's like, this is just insanity, Megan. Like, all these people have heard you sing, and I'm like, well, they're not listening for me, but thanks, mom. <laughs> I love that. There really is an element of, okay, these are normal people who know what they want and worked to get it. Yeah. And then there's the element of, hmm, I could probably do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's a, it's a testament to like, it's all about the decisions that we make. And like right now I recognize that with school and work, like I probably don't have the time that I want to dedicate to it. And so like, once I'm done with this, 
am I going to go and try to do more things that are going to put me in that position to at least like get my voice out there, right? Absolutely. (laughs) But I recognize that right now I'm sort of limited and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you are working in the psych world right now, which I was a clinical psychologist as well. And you know what? Everybody needs some love. And whether you do it in that way or you do it via your voice and singing, I I have no doubt you'll always be singing throughout the rest of your life. And then you can decide what the scope of that is. So tell me a bit about, did any of this rejuvenate you at all? Or were there any times where you kind of were like, well, maybe that was, maybe this is just for fun. I think it absolutely was rejuvenating. And it was like, you know what, even if this is just for fun, that's okay. Like, I'm passionate about it. And I think for a long time, when especially when I was really pursuing um, music, like as a career, right? Like when I was doing all the auditions and really like looking at what avenues to get out my voice out there, it was draining, right? Like you're like, I'm trying really hard. I'm taking these steps. And it just doesn't seem to be working. And so it's easy to feel like burnt out and lose that spark in your passion. Right. And I think that that was a really great refresher of being like, this is amazing. Like this people just listen to me sing with my favorite singer. She, I got to meet her and like talk to her and she was a kind and genuine and funny person. And so I think that that just was like a really big, like, okay, Megan, like, this is awesome. And you are, this is still something you're passionate about. And at the same time, it's like, and if nothing happens from it, like no one can take that passion from you. And so that was, it was just an incredible experience. Ooh, this is such a good way to put it because I think sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to do X, Y, and Z. And really the reality is, is if you're living and you're doing your passion, that's the important part. And whatever happens, how, how whatever happens next is sometimes not totally up to us. And when you take off that pressure and really just live in the moment and have fun and take the next straight step. And you know what I mean? I feel like you can enjoy the journey and live in your passion so much more freely. Absolutely. And it helps you to live in the moment, right? Like that pressure can make you worried about the past or you know, stressed about what you should or could be doing in the future. Whereas, you know, when you take that pressure off, it's like, okay, I'm enjoying this moment. I'm soaking it all in and I'm really getting everything that I could out of it. Ooh, that is such a good reminder, especially for those who are kind of grinding towards their dreams and they want it and they're working hard. But again, it feels like they're banging their head against the wall. Just to take a step back, enjoy the journey and allow the how to show up for you. Allow there to be an opportunity presented to you where you can say yes. And that probably will come when you're in a much more relaxed, grateful, like passionate state rather than grinding and feeling like defeated, you know? Absolutely. And and one thing I try to remind myself is like, you know, I've worked my entire life to get where I'm at right now in this moment. Like I, I think of who I was in high school and college thinking of like, oh, you know, someday I'm going to be pursuing my master's. I'm going to be, you know, working as a therapist. I'm going to be, you know, a wife. I'm going to be a great daughter. And, you know, it's easy when we have that pressure to forget that, right? And And to not remember that you worked really hard to get where you are. And even though your journey is not complete and there's still other things you want to accomplish, like let's not forget that you dreamt of the days that you're experiencing currently. Ooh, mic drop. 
Yeah. Did you guys hear that? I think that's so true. It reminds me of the analogy kind of of staring at the tree versus the whole forest, you know, because sometimes we're staring at the tree going, why is this tree here? Why is it not bigger? Why is it, you know what I mean? But if you take a look at the whole picture and you really say, okay, this is just a piece of it and look how far I've come and look at where I am and I love it and I'm proud of it. And we're going to continue to move and grow and pivot, transition and change and lots of things are coming, but you really can settle in and enjoy the journey. And I think that that's kind of the piece that transcends so much of our own, you know, when we're trying to hold on too tight, it doesn't work. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Well, very, very, you know, I can tell you, um, our not only have a personal vision and a passion inside, but also that you are, you know, the, the psych world and the, the journey and the emotional, what do we say? Your EQ is more important than your IQ and you are really taking steps to grow within and allow the rest to fall into place. So if there's somebody out there who has a dream mm-hmm. and is lacking courage to step outside their comfort zone, what would you have for them? I would just say, take the leap right? Um, Nothing's going to change if you stay stagnant, if you stay stuck in that fear. And fear, when we let it control us, it consumes us. You're never going to get where you're hoping to go if you allow that to control you. And only you can change that. And you can do it quickly, right? Like with small steps, take Take a step to, you know, maybe go to an open mic night if it's singing or uh, put a YouTube video out there or, you know, anything, something small. Um, And it doesn't just have to be with music. It can be with anything, with friendships, with family, with school, literally whatever your dream is, like make one little change to take a step towards it and you will never look back and regret it. And then for somebody who feels like they're taking steps, but banging their head against the wall, what would you say to them? I would say take a step back and take a deep breath and really look at what you're doing. And, you know, if something's not working, what can you change? Right? We're human beings are always evolving and changing. And like you said, pivoting, right? It's not like we get to a certain spot and then just stop. Things and life are always coming at us. And all we can do is take a deep breath and say, okay, what can I control? And how can I make things better for myself? One analogy that I really, really liked um, just for life in general that I find so applicable is like when you're on an airplane, right? They always tell you to put the own ox- your own oxygen mask on before helping others, right? Like you have to make sure that you are just like feeding yourself the good and the oxygen of the of your life to be able to pursue your passions and feed into anything and everything, whether it be people, whether it be your dreams or your passions, like make sure you are centered with yourself and saying like, I'm ready. I'm good. Like I can do this. Um, because if you're running on empty and you're banging your head against the wall, you're going to get burnout and you're going to feel stuck and you're not. Absolutely. It feels like you have no options. When in fact, when you remember how far you've come, you take that step back. There's always a plethora of options for you to choose from. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for sharing your story. And honestly, congratulations for pursuing your dream and allowing the how to show up. And you guys, all her social media links will be in the description box below. And so one last question, Megan, is what is one thing you do every day that you couldn't live without? Ooh, I think 
Uh, my number one is I wake up a bit early and I kind of sit with myself and my husband and we have a cup of coffee. Uh, it's just the best way for us to get our day started and take a moment to just kind of be together before life comes at us. Um, it's a good recharge moment. So I would definitely recommend allowing yourself to have that, even if it's 10 minutes, you know, give yourself that time to just recharge and, and be with yourself um, and your loved ones if they're there. So it's an awesome way to start the day. Yay. Do you sing on your way to work? <laughs> I sing all the time. <laughs> to my husband, um, probably like dismay. Um, I, I'm like singing anything. It's funny. He is not a vocalist, but he's a good sport. And so we'll, you know, just like sing our conversations around the house sometimes. I think we did it for like two hours once right before Christmas and we were singing it to like Christmas tunes. Just why not? Um, yeah, pursuing your passions can be in the little moments too. It doesn't have to be grand, you know, big planned things. That is amazing. Yes, that is creating memories and <laughs> bringing up the joy everywhere you are. Absolutely. Roll your windows down in the car and blast your music and sing along. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Megan. We so appreciate you sharing your story. And whatever you do, we know that you're going to be blessing those around you. So you guys check out her social media and uh, share your aha moments from this episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out. And remember to dream big. <laughs>